Are you an aspiring entrepreneur looking to take the plunge into the world of business? Or maybe you're already a seasoned business owner seeking to sharpen your strategies. If either of these resonates with you, then get ready to take your venture to the next level. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing some invaluable insights from my own journey. So get ready to level up your game as I reveal five things I wish I knew when I started my business. You will definitely want to tune in as I uncover some hidden gems and the hard-earned lessons that could save you precious time and resources and mental energy on your entrepreneurial journey. These are the real game changers that would have saved me years of struggles and headaches. So get ready to discover how to avoid these common pitfalls and seize opportunities that others often miss, including myself. (laughs) Now remember, success leaves clues and I'm literally handing them over to you on a silver platter. So don't miss out because in this episode, you will learn the five things I wish I would have known when I started my business. And then from there, you're going to learn a few more things. Things such as what you need to do if you don't have clarity on next steps and the trait that most successful people have that sets them apart. And also how business can be a catalyst for your sanctification. And finally, what you can do today that will make it more difficult for the enemy to lead you astray. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Y'all, when I first started my business, I wish I would have known quite a few things. (laughs) And the most important ones I am sharing with you today. And I really hope that you can learn from my lessons here because that's really what these are. They're lessons. They really taught me a lot. And I'm hoping that they will be able to teach you too. And ultimately, I hope this saves you a bunch of headaches and overthinking and wasting time because, again, that's where these lessons come from is all the time that I spent overthinking, all the time that I spent, you know, giving myself a headache and stressing out over things that weren't even important. So I'm really excited to be sharing these five things with you today. So let's go ahead and dive in to number one. 
So the very first thing that I wish I knew and understood and just totally grasp when I first started my business is that you don't need to have it all figured out. And I know that this is something you may have heard before, but (laughs) hear me out on this. It is definitely something that I had heard before and I thought I was listening, (laughs) but I really wasn't because I kept overthinking everything instead of just taking action. I remember thinking things like, well, I don't really want to start an email list because I don't know what I'm going to put out there, or I don't know how to set it up, or I don't know what kind of emails I'm going to send. Oh my goodness, I should have just started the email list. (laughs) And then I also remember back in the day before I started incorporating faith into my business, I was your typical business coach. I helped coaches create a coaching business online. I also helped network marketers uh, scale their network marketing business at one point, but when I first started having the inkling that I needed to bring faith into my business. I was overthinking every single step. I didn't know how. I didn't know how I was going to incorporate it. I didn't know, you know, it just didn't make sense to me at the time because I didn't see anyone incorporating the two. So I was like, okay, how does it make sense to just talk about Jesus in one post and then business in the other? I wanted to infuse the two. And again, I didn't see anyone doing it yet. So it took me quite a while to actually create what Call to CEO is today. And what I mean by that is that it took me quite a while to just start talking about faith on my social media channels, like at all. I remember I would say stuff about Jesus here and there, but I knew I really wanted to incorporate it into my business more. And it took me a while to really start infusing the two. And I wish I would have just started posting. Like I wish I would have just started doing it because the thing is action creates clarity. I did not start seeing what called to CEO was going to become until I started taking immense action. Instead, I was overthinking my every move and that held me back for a really long time. And I really don't want that to happen to you. So please learn from my lesson here. Stop overthinking and just make some moves. I promise that you will learn as you go and your business will evolve regardless of whether or not you have it all figured out from the very beginning. I think that's something that holds a lot of people back too, is that they want to have everything figured out before they actually take action. But the thing is, even when you start having all your ducks in a row and you know exactly what's going on, give it a month and your business is going to evolve. And all of that overthinking that you did, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm back to square one again. You're going to be overthinking again and getting stuck in the same cycle. Your business will be an evolution. Let it happen. You do not have to have it all figured out. It is going to evolve on its own, whether you like it or not. (laughs) So just take action. So that actually leads me into the second thing that I wish I knew. And that is that failing is inevitable. Okay, failing is inevitable. I cannot tell you how many times I've failed. (laughs) I fail basically on a daily basis. Get used to it. And instead of viewing it 
all the time as a failure, look at it as a learning experience. It's a lesson. When you see people you view as successful, I want you to recognize that they have failed more times than you can even imagine because they've learned so much from it and that's why they're successful. They've learned from all their mistakes and that's why they're where they're at. So view your failures as learning experiences. View them as stepping stones because those are getting you where you want to get to. It's not an indicator that you should quit. If anything, failing should mean that you should keep going because you're learning so much from it. So my dear friend, do not be afraid of failing. Failing is actually a good thing. It's a good thing because it's actually going to teach you how to get to that next step. So what if you have a failed launch? So what if no one likes your post? So what if you get crickets? So what? Learn from that experience. It will get you to the next step as long as you allow it and don't fall into that victim mentality. And even if you do fall into that victim mentality sometimes, it's okay. I've done it, but get out. (laughs) Allow Jesus to get you out. You do not have to stay there. Now, all that to say, this leads me to number three, and that is that business will be a catalyst for your sanctification. Now, if you're not familiar with the term sanctification, sanctification is the action of making something holy. Now, sanctification is not pretty. It is actually quite messy and very, very hard. I have dealt with many battles since starting my business. And honestly, my business ended up becoming the very best catalyst for sanctification for me specifically. And I have a feeling it will for you too. I have allowed myself to be led astray by my business, but it has also been the thing that has shaken me to my core and brought me to my knees at the feet of Jesus. You see, God is going to use your business for your sanctification. He is going to use your battles and your failures and your lessons to bring you to his feet because Romans 8 to 8 clearly says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I was led astray by seeking business success above Jesus, even though I would have never admitted that at the time. And with that, I also fell into some new age practices because they appeared like light. I thought Jesus was in them, but the enemy was deceiving me and I had to repent of them since then. And the thing is, God is just so good. He's so good. He used this part of my story and he used my business and he used my battles and my lessons to bring me back to him. He is so good and he's never going to stop chasing you and he's going to use your business to sanctify you. He is going to use your business to make you holy and making something holy is not a pretty process. 
There's going to be spiritual warfare. There's going to be breakdowns. There's going to be failures. There's going to be doubts. There's going to be insecurities. Get ready. These things can actually be good because they're going to lead you back to Jesus. You just have to allow that to happen. So now let's move on to number four. And number four is that surrounding yourself with a community of like-minded individuals is more important than you think. If you are a Christian entrepreneur or an aspiring Christian entrepreneur, it is so important to find a Christian entrepreneurial community specifically. You may already have a Christian community and that is wonderful. And you may already have an entrepreneurial community and that is also wonderful. But the thing is, I highly recommend finding a Christian entrepreneurial community because those are the people that are going to understand exactly what you're going through. Those are the people that are going to help get your God-given message out into the world. And those are the people that are actually going to understand and comprehend your dreams. And those are the people that are going to make sure that you're not being led astray by the shiny objects in the business world because there are so many shiny objects that look like light. It happened to me because I did not have a Christian entrepreneurial community. I had a Christian community and I had an entrepreneurial community. I didn't have something that combined both that I could lean on and that I could receive support and accountability on and that I could pray with and that I could seek Jesus with. And I truly believe that's why the Lord gave me the vision to create the Call to CEO Collective. That is my membership for Christian creators and business owners and dreamers and leaders who really want to get their God-given message out into the world and who are looking for support and accountability and who want to network and pray with one another and who want to stand firm in their authority in both the secret place and in the marketplace. That is what the collective is all about, to help you bust through spiritual warfare and self-sabotaging tendencies because it does happen. Doubts, temptations, manifesting, new age practices, they're everywhere and temptations fall into your world all the time and doubts and securities fall into your mind all the time. And the collective is there to help keep your eyes focused on Jesus and get your God-given message out into the world. It's there for support, accountability, prayer, and coaching. Like, I honestly don't even know how to fully describe the awesomeness that is the collective. You just have to be a part of it. That's all I know how to describe it really is that it is just wonderful. And every single time I engage with the women inside, I am just in awe and I am just so humbled that the Lord put this on my heart and, you know, helped move this forward. Like, I'm just so... I'm just so grateful and I'm just in awe truly and just honored. So thank you for all the collective members that are listening. I love you guys so much. The collective is just so near and dear to my heart. And if you are not a part of the collective, please come join us. Uh, you can do so by heading to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. You can take a look at everything. You can see what's all included. You can read testimonials and you can sign up there if you choose to join us. So I hope to see you inside. But don't forget, we have one more thing to cover in this episode. And number five is that it is so important to make your business a priority, but not 
the priority. Let me explain. (laughs) Your business is meant to support your life, not the other way around. Your faith, your family, and your health should come first. Your business gets to support those things, not the other way around. And this was a really big lesson for me specifically. I say that I just became obsessed with success. I was obsessed with my business. And honestly, being obsessed with your business and being obsessed with success will lead to your downfall. I'm just telling you right now, it will lead to your downfall, but God will use that to sanctify you. He did it for me. And I believe that he can for you too, if that is something that you typically struggle with or deal with. You know, I'm an ambitious person. I'm a high achiever. And I used to, you know, brag about that, right? But the thing is, is that I'm realizing that I actually want to brag about Jesus and what he's done for me, not all the things that I have done. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. The Lord is always teaching me something new with this because, again, this was a struggle of mine. And it's something that I always have to check my heart on. And I'm just encouraging you to check your heart on this too. But there's another piece of this that I think is also really important to cover. I mentioned that number five is that it is important to make your business a priority, but not the priority. I already covered the part about not making it the priority, but what about actually making it a priority? Because while some people might fall on a spectrum like myself, where it was all I thought about, you know, sometimes there are going to be people that actually it falls on the other end of the spectrum, which is that they're not making it a priority at all. And if this is you, I think it's really important to ask yourself the question, why is that? Why aren't you making it a priority? What are you afraid of? Because typically it does come down to something like fear. You know, I think people will say, oh, there's not a lot of time or, you know, money or something like that. That'll typically be the first thing that happens. And here's the thing. I am not saying that that's never the case. I'm just saying that that's just a really easy excuse, right? Again, that really could be the case. And if it is the case, then that is the case. But I think you will feel convicted if you've been saying that, and that's actually not the case. So if that is you, I want you to dig really deep. I want you to dig really deep and ask yourself why you're not making this a priority. Like, what is actually happening? What are the thoughts that you are having when you think about making your business a priority? Get really clear on what the reason is, because that awareness is going to be critical So you can take that to the Lord and ask him to reveal the truth to you. Because if you've listened this far, then I already know that God has put a message on your heart. He has put a prompting in your soul and he's stirring your spirit to do this business, to get this ministry out, to write this book, to start the business, to do something and you haven't made it a priority. But y'all, if you are feeling that stirring in your spirit, if you are feeling that prompting from the Holy Spirit, 
then you are actually walking in disobedience to the Lord by not taking action. So that's what I mean about making your business a priority, but not the priority. It should never go above Jesus. But the thing is, is that my people that listen to this podcast, it's usually people that are feeling led by God to do this and you not doing it is disobedient. So be obedient and do what he's asking you to do and make it a priority, but never above him. And that's what I mean. Now, if it isn't obvious, this is exactly why I love helping my students spread their God-given message across the globe and build a profitable Holy Spirit-led business. So if you're ready to finally start monetizing your God-given message with digital products or services online and finally cultivate that thriving Holy Spirit-led business the Lord keeps pressing on your heart, I might be creating something just for you. It will be your very own step-by-step guide to help you create, launch, and sell your digital products and services online while doing so in a way that glorifies the Lord. And yes, this will be perfect for you, even if you don't know what to sell. And yes, it will also be at a low ticket price point, even though some people might actually think I'm crazy, (laughs) but I just felt led to do that. It is also the exact framework I use to start my own business and scale it to six figures, as well as the exact process that led my students to busting through their own doubts and limiting beliefs and going full-time in their own business. So if you want to be the very first to know when it's live and even access a really sweet deal, like maybe a discount, (laughs) all you have to do is join the waitlist by heading to bit.ly slash blueprint waitlist. That is B-I-T dot L-Y slash blueprint waitlist. Now I'm also going to leave that in the show notes for you. I really hope I get to see you on the wait list. Hey, CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.